0: You came here to gloat, didn't you? That's okay. I love you anyways. Hey guys. How's it going? Welcome um, to D&D Optimize, another shorts that uh, I, I, I have to get out today, and it's going to be a little slapdash because it's a little rushed, um, but we need to talk, um, and I need to eat some humble pie. So, um, since... Tasha's Cauldron of Everything came out. I've done 12 episodes. Uh, Full episode builds, right? Of of those 12, four of them have, uh, so fully a third, have recommended that uh, as a race, we take the custom lineage option and thereby qualify for a free feat. And then as as the free feat, we take Elven Accuracy. We call ourselves a custom elf or a custom half-elf. You're a half-elf, half-orc, something like that and and then you take the custom uh ac- or sorry elven accuracy feat. Um some of you have said eh, eh, eh. uh you can't do that rules as written. Um and some of you have said yeah that's fine. And the D&D community at large generally seems seemed to be pretty divided on the issue. Um and so yesterday in my uh Kaladin Storm Stormblessed video whoosh, um, I, uh, I I asked you guys to help me see if we could get an answer from uh, Jeremy Crawford on this. Let's tweet at him, and uh, because I've tried and he's not responding to me, I don't know how many of you did, but thank you for those who did, and particularly thank you uh, to Corvus. Uh, Corvus, I don't know your your um, YouTube handle if you have one or would care to share in the comments so we can all thank you properly um but nice job because uh he's the one that ultimately ended up getting a response from jeremy crawford uh just last night all it took was one day so great job guys and he said that i was wrong so i am here to eat some crow and that's okay um i don't mind in fact you know what it's 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 probably the best tasting crow i've I've ever had to eat, I think. Um, it, it It is surprising to me, frankly. Uh, I, at first, I was a little dismayed, but upon further reflection i, I I'm not I'm not all that dismayed. I am surprised. Um, you know, it seems like everything that Wizards of the Coast has been doing uh Lately in all of the content that they've been releasing from Tasha's cauldron of everything to like the gothic lineages UA stuff that they had a month or so ago is All sort of moving towards um, like an unshackling or a decoupling of um, race in the game from pretty much anything and and kind of opening it up and saying you know what like create your own character how you want to, and we're not going to tie your race to things like ability scores, etc., etc., etc. But it seems like, at least for now, they are drawing a line in the sand on feats, uh, on racial feats. And, and maybe that's in part to, you know, please uh, the more, I guess, conservative uh, crowd. Not talking politically conservative, just D and D conservative right they um they don't love change and all the changes that's been happening maybe um you know the, I'm, I'm sure whatever reasons they have maybe they want to uh, you know not devalue xanthar's xanathar's uh, guide to everything which is where those racial feats came out in the first place and and that book isn't particularly old and you know what maybe they'll change their minds they very well could um you know, we've been told that Jeremy Crawford isn't the official, you know, whatever on everything. And, and who knows, maybe in, in an official sage advice compendium, something will come out in the future and it will change. I don't know. I can't assume. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll be curious to see. I am surprised, um, but, but it's okay. Here's the reason why I don't feel too bad about this. Um, yes, it's a little bit worse for the numbers for some builds, and we'll get into that. Um, but the problem, I guess, with being able to do custom lineage and take elven accuracy is that for builds that were damage focused and relied on dexterity or charisma or wisdom or intelligence for attacks, and, they, and that had a clear source of advantage or a reliable source of advantage. It was so, it was so clearly and obviously the best choice statistically for the numbers, that it felt like it wasn't a choice, frankly to me. And as you know, you guys saw in a lot of my videos, um, it was kind of like, I mean, we could do something else, but when this is so so superior numerically, why would we, right? And so when 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 one when one choice is the clear and obvious um, it has a clear and obvious advantage it, it doesn't feel like much of a choice so now it's it's brought a little bit of choice back into um, into the racial feature admittedly it's no different than like before tasha's came out right where i was basically going either variant human or an elf or a half elf on almost almost every build, not all of them, but almost um, and we will probably frankly go back to something like that um, it will it will depend right at least now it might be variant human or custom lineage or an elf or a half elf um, but as as i 've been trying to do lately, I will continue to. Um, try to provide at least one alternative option for the race choice uh, on my build just to kind of mix it up, you know give us uh, give us something that's that's still good uh, as per the numbers, um, if not in my opinion superior, right? But it's okay uh, because again, I, I don't I'm not here to try and tell you guys, this is how you have to do it, right? And this is the best way and the only way. It's like, here's what the numbers look like if you were to take this choice. Feel free to make a different choice and just know that it might, you know, scale the numbers back a little bit. But if that is more fun for you to play it that way, great. And, and I'll continue to kind of take that approach. So the question, of course, is how does this change my existing builds? that, that where, where I was doing custom lineage and open accuracy. And the answer, of course, is it depends. <laughs> for for a lot of you, uh, judging by the comments that I'm seeing uh, anyway, um, it really won't change anything because, of course, as always, your DM is ultimately the one who will decide if um, you can still do custom lineage and elven accuracy. And, and, and I guess I've spoken about it already with you know Corey and Preston and Dallin, and they've all said yeah, this is, I don't agree with this ruling, this is still permissible at our table. Um, It sounds like a lot of you are in the same situation, but, of course, I don't think that I can continue to advocate for that um, in the videos that I put out, because I I really feel like I need to try my best to stick to, you know, rules as written, um, because I have no way of knowing what your DM will or won't allow. Um, So... You know, I I don't I don't think that I'm going to try and like go back and like redo all of my videos or update like or or post a video that's like a big here's how custom lineages changes or the, this custom lineage ruling changes these eight builds or anything like that. You guys are you guys are you guys are smart. You can I think figure that out right. Really, I think the two most important questions that we need to answer are how early is the campaign going to end that's going to impact you know what race decision you you make Um, and how consistently will the character be getting advantage um let's let's take let's take a look at just maybe a couple examples to to illustrate right we'll start with my most popular video to date anyway and i I, am guessing probably it will stay this way forever or a long time at least the blade singer um the truth is, the the way that I built Bladesinger in Blade Singer two <laughs> um, is that they they were not going to have consistent advantage a lot for a lot of of the game, particularly once you hit level five. Um, and and you stop using shadow blade due to the booming blade issue that I think rules is written. You can't use shadow blade and booming blade. That's another argument we can get into later. Um, unless maybe you are in dim light, but you're not always going to be in dim light, right? Um, and and even then, by level seven, you're you're probably not going to be using shadow blade really ever, even if you are in dim light, because summon fay was a little better numbers wise and then you get into Animate Objects, which is even better. So, you know, for that reason, I think, because you don't necessarily have a consistent, reliable source of advantage all the time, um, you're probably better off taking either, uh, like, custom lineage and a free feat that you need, um, like, say, Warcaster or Resilient Constitution, um, and or maybe even Variant Human, um, in fact, variant human would probably be better there. I think because you want both dexterity and intelligence, and you're starting with a 15 dex and a 15 intelligence, and each get bumped by one. Now they're both at 16, and you get warcaster or resilient constitution, and that that's a pretty great level one start, right? Um, or maybe you go with the custom lineage to get the plus two to dexterity, and then you take the piercer feat because. As your free feat, because that's going to give you a plus one to dex, allowing you to start with an eighteen dex, which is fantastic, and uh, gives you extra damage on all of those short sword and/or rapier attacks that you're going to be making um, when you're not using booming blade, right? So that's that's a pretty good option. Um, Of course, if you if you feel like you're going to rely heavily on shadow blade because you love having a purple lightsaber, um, and you. Think that you're going to be in dim light a lot for whatever reason, you know, and so elven accuracy is very important to you. Um, then you might want to go shout or sorry half elf to get um, the superior uh, stats. Right, they get a plus two to one stat and a plus one to others. And and the Bladesinger can be a little mad, a little multi ability score dependent, and so that's great. And in fact, for that matter, you might want to go um, like mountain dwarf. Mountain dwarf gets a plus two to two stats. Um, And you know put a plus two to your decks a plus two to your intelligence and then at level four You do plus one to each and now at level four you have an 18 intelligence and an 18 decks. That's a fantastic option. So This is why I said that um, it's the most delicious crow that I've ever had to eat because It feels a little freeing frankly to me. It's like okay now there are like it's just opened up options and and that's a good thing Right Um, Now, of course, of all of those things that I just talked about, one of them is probably statistically superior, but that's going to depend on your level. It's going to depend on your enemy armor class. And so, you know, we can crunch the numbers. Maybe I'll do it. At at some point, I probably at least have to update my graphs (laughs) because it's going to bother me a lot to, to put a new build out there and then compare it to old builds, when I know that the old builds aren't 100% accurate. That's a lot of work, um, so I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but uh, I hope to eventually. Um, let's look at one more example. So, the Needler. The Needler was a video I just released last week. Whoops. Um, and this was, a, this was a burst damage build that benefited a lot from having advantage, um, at least on their burst round right by using the net um, and then Alvin accuracy gave them a really nice consistent um, Damage across all enemy armor classes that said it didn't have a great source of advantage Outside of their burst round right you you were you were throwing that net out um, using limited resources to do it and you know expending uh, your action surge and all of those kinds of things in order to pile on big damage in that opening round of combat But outside of that opening round of combat when and or when your opponents entangled by a net You didn't frankly have a ton of uh, reliable advantage and so Elven accuracy Wasn't particularly great um, And and that sort of brings me to a point right Part of what makes Elven Accuracy strong is that it was giving us a plus one to an ability score, and this extra damage, sorry, extra d20 to roll when we have advantage. The truth is, the statistical difference between no advantage and advantage is much greater than advantage to Elven Accuracy triple advantage. It it, it's elven accuracy is good and particularly at high enemy armor classes to make sure that you land those attacks, but um, it's 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 not as good as just moving from no advantage to advantages, right? And and what in part what made it really great is you also got a plus one to a stat now. Tasha's opened up a lot of new feats that also did that, that gave us a plus one to an important stat. Piercer, fey-touched, shadow-touched, slasher, right? There's a bunch. Um, and so those feats might now become a lot more um, appealing for those of us who who really want to start off with like a plus one uh, to an important stat and a free feat, Um and you know, be able to start with an 18 in you know the stat that's most important to you. That I feel like we just have sort of more choices, more options to look at. So getting back to the piercer, what you would have to figure out is, <clears throat> sorry, do you know? Do I care more about that one round of burst damage, um, once per short rest, hitting as hard as possible, or um, would I rather spend that feat on you know something like crossbow expert? Um, that would give you better sustained damage you know outside of your burst rounds um, and let you shoot you know take a bonus action crossbow attack um, as long as you're not 100 percent committed to just throwing weapons only right um, or you get sharpshooter feet early you start with sharpshooter feet right um, or again you know go with a different race for superior ability scores or a half elf for superior ability scores but um, you know, just wait to take Elven Accuracy a little bit. You know, obviously, it's going to delay things. All of my builds that, that went Custom Lineage and Elven Accuracy are going to have to come down a smidge on the numbers. Um, it won't be super impactful at low enemy armor class, uh, but it will be at, at the higher enemy armor classes, especially the really high enemy armor classes, no question. Ultimately... I think I guess in in summary and conclusion while I hate being wrong <laughs> cuz who doesn't um I'm I'm there's a part of me that's a little bit excited to be wrong on this today um I appreciate that a lot of you are upset and um and you are as surprised and maybe dismayed as I am or was initially. But but I think, you know, let's 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 keep an open mind here. If your DM still allows it, great and continue to do it and it's no big deal. But if they don't and or you really just want to kind of stick to rules as written and or intended, um hey, you know, what it's done for us is is just open up more options uh, when we're crunching the numbers. And um you know, variety is the spice of life and difficult decisions. Uh, are interesting decisions, and that's that's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. So anyway, uh, that's I guess my little analysis, and I'm gonna post a link to this on as like a pinned comment on all of the um, builds that I've done in the past that recommend this, so that uh, you know, word can get out. Do me a favor and help me kind of spread the word. When you see people commenting, and they're uh, you know calling me out for for doing this wrong. Feel free to be like, hey, yeah, you know, he he posted a video there. Um, But anyway, you guys are awesome. Love you. And uh, we will talk to you soon.